Hey, good day, my friends. Dwayne Klassen here. Welcome to The Remarkable Man Show. Gentlemen, I am super pumped, super stoked to be able to introduce to you my special guest today, Nakula Das. Wow, have we got a great show. Gentlemen, we are leaning into the power of sex. And I said the power of sex because sexual energy is incredibly powerful. And men need to understand where this power comes from and what you can do with the sexual energy. My guest is such a man to deliver on this topic. I'm going to give you the 411. This is on Nakula. As one of the most captivating and passionate trainers and speakers on the subject of sex, Nakula's dynamic energy can be felt throughout the entire audience. Inspired both tears and laughter, he fuses stories on sex, spirituality, and modern problems into profound lessons in faith and freedom. You're in for a treat, gentlemen. You really are. Not only is Nikula a great and gifted uh, speaker and expert on this topic, he's also the creator of the Sexual Alchemist program. You want to lean into that. All right, without further ado, let's go. Gentlemen, the world needs remarkable men. This is your time, and this is your show. I'm your host, Dwayne Klassen, and welcome to The Remarkable Man Show. Nikola, welcome to The Remarkable Man Show. Hey, man. Thanks so much for having me. I was just taking uh, screenshots of us on the show. I was like, hey, we're doing the show. Awesome. <laughs> hey, I'm, I'm doing great, and I appreciate you having me on your show, and I'm looking forward to this conversation with you, brother. Yeah. Well, you know, I, I recognize over the years, and you probably see this too, that uh, there is a, an energy. I call it the malaise of men. Mm. And all around the world, men are losing their edge. They're losing their mojo. And there there's just seems to be this pop culture energy that it's about hitting it. It's about getting uh, having that sex. And, and it seems like masturbation is a huge thing. And if you're not doing it enough, then, hey, you're not really a man. You're not really <laughs> stepping up. And, I, right. and I, I remember watching The Wolf of Wall Street. And yeah, yeah. there's that scene where, you know, but just, just prior to that, he's asking them, it, it, it's, they're having that dinner, DiCaprio and uh, Matthew McConaughey mm. and Matthew McConaughey's character says, so uh, how, how much are you uh, uh, releasing? And it's like, uh, well, yeah. How, how much are you jerking off? And he's like, yeah. Uh, once every few days or so, and he's up. Oh, it's not yeah, enough. Yeah. It's not enough. It's not enough. You got to do it twice a day, twice a day to keep sharp, twice a day to keep sharp. And this is a message that a lot of men are, are getting. And that we get that from a very early age. So I, I, I guess starting it from there, mm. you know, what, what is it that you've seen and why has this been such a passion for you? to dive yeah. into this and be that sexual alchemist that you've become. 
Yeah, sure. I, I uh, thanks. They're, they're really interesting because uh, the Wolf of Wall Street, you know, I do like that movie. Yeah. And there's some aspects of it that's really, you know, I dig like the whole like beating the chest thing. Like I was yeah, like, how yeah. cool is that? Right. Like it just, you know, it's kind of like the, the sports team getting ready or, you know, whatever. Everybody's on their mission. Everybody's on point. And I think that as guys, we, you know, really a lot of us like those type of environments. It brings out a, a competitiveness sure. in us. And I think that's all that that is too, right? Uh, we look at sex as very competitive at an unconscious level. Um, you know, uh, I can, you know, think what's one of the greatest insults that you could tell another man, right? Like, you know, I've been with your wife, right? I've been, you know, you're right. <laughs> Right. right. You know what I mean? <laughs> right. This is like generally like, you know, like like I go back to because I grew up in the hip hop era of, you know, Biggie Tupac. You right. Know, and it's like, you know, if one of I won't I won't say it for the sake of swear words on your podcast, but uh, you know oh, it we're un, unfiltered here. Oh, you know? okay, okay, cool. So yeah, so you know, so so Tupac in his his famous diss track hit him up starts off with like uh, you know, I fucked your wife, right? You know. Uh, you a player, but I fucked you. Biggie Smalls, you you think you a player, but I fucked your wife, you know, <laughs> right? And, and so, like, the, the reason I bring that up is it's kind of like, it's like the greatest insult, right? You know, it's like you weren't manly. You weren't manly enough to take care of your wife. Right. So I, as a real man, came in, stepped in, and, and took care of that for you, right? <laughs> and so I think that those type of movies and such and and what's happening over on our society really plays to that psychology that very deep embedded sexual psychology yeah. that's in us all sex is an inherent part of life it is from a biological perspective it's success yeah it is success you know so ejacul- true. yeah ejaculation is success and and you you know you get to carry on and expand yourself and live, you know, uh, immortally through your, through your offspring, through your genes. And so you'll see that there is this almost very masculine and then this competitiveness that comes out with sex. So what you get in a situation, let's say of Wolf of Wolf of Wall Street, first of all, they're all hopped up on Coke. And sure. So, so they're just all running on such adrenaline their nervous systems are just stimulated to the max. They love it. They love that. And I get it. Cause I, that's why I like, I like that movie. Cause I sure. like that. It's adrenaline, right? Like let's do this. Like, and it's no holding back. We're going to make a bunch of money. We're going to rule the world. We're going to, you know, blah, 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 blah. And so there's attractiveness in, in that kind of environment, you would imagine that there is a high sex drive. Right. And, and, a high sex drive is a good thing for men to have. That's why I think that that kind of thing comes out is like, man, you gotta, you gotta be, you gotta bust your nut twice a day. <laughs> if you a real man, <laughs> right? Right. But those are movies, right? And, and we have to remember that. And a lot of it is played up, but not practical. Right. So like any good Hollywood movie, like even Hollywood movies that are based on true stories, it's always played up, right? Like it's always taken to the max, to the height of everything. So movies and modern entertainment and the modern world overall, everything is hyped up, but nothing's real. Like Kardashians, they're not real. They're hyped up, right? Like all these celebrities, 
they're not real. They're hyped up. And it's cool. It's fine. But you, sh- you should just know that, right? Like if I look at some entertainer, I just, I know in my heart, that's just a real person like me. And they don't have their shit together any more than I have my shit together. But in our right. society, we've glorified this kind of extremist culture. You have to do everything to the max. And Hollywood and media really portrays it and marketing really portrays it as like the pinnacle of life is that you're constantly having some kind of sense enjoyment. You're drinking, you're smoking, you're doing that, you're doing that. And you know what? You can live a very sensual enjoyment life. However, if you're busting twice a day, here's what you have to know. There is a cost to that. Here it is, gentlemen. Right. There is a cost <laughs> to that. Those are movies. And, and here's the cost to it. Every time you ejaculate, your, your body releases prolactin into your system. Mm-hmm. Prolactin stimulates. So remember when I said biology? Your biology is ejaculation is success. Now, Here's what you should know about what it takes to create semen, 40 to 60 ounces of blood. Now, you may say, where are you getting all this? This is all from Ayurveda. So this is the Indian yogic way of looking at the body from Ayurveda and from the Taoist traditions, as well as later on now backed by Western medical science. Right. So there is Western universities, uh, you know, that are studying. So through all different schools of thought, there is evidence and men can just experience them for themselves. I was like, look, you, I can give you all the science, but you know the truth, right? You know that after you ejaculate, it's like, man, just leave me alone, <laughs> right? Like, you know, like I need my space. I need to chill out. I may raid the fridge and I may go to sleep most likely because it takes a tremendous amount of your body's energy to pull all that resource for you to ejaculate. And it's pulling the best stuff. Go back to your biology. It it is success to ejaculate. So therefore, your body, by nature's design, is putting all your best stuff into your semen and into your, and then your sperm. Right. Your semen carries all the best proteins, enzymes, nutrients, zinc. The very essence of who you are on a physical level level is your semen. It's life itself. It's life itself. Yes, it is life itself. And so therefore, when you ejaculate all of your best stuff, because think about it, it's giving all the best stuff for the opportunity of the new baby to be born. Yeah. It's, It's nourishing. That's why your health and the health of your offsprings go hand in hand. Right. You know, because you are literally nourishing. Those are the building blocks of who you are on a physical level. And therefore, they're also the building blocks of what you're going to give the brand new baby. 40 to 60 ounces of of blood is taken to do one ounce or one drop of semen. Wow. Wow. So there's a trip. Your body is 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 on the unconscious level is is using. Think of yourself as a battery and every day you have X amount of energy as being a sexual alchemist. You could also say is being an energetic alchemist, 
You live in tune constantly with the world of energy as opposed to the physical reality in which you're seeing and perceiving through the physical senses. You're learning to feel into life. So people can say whatever they want, but you feel into them and you're like, I get where you're at. Right. And you can, you can do this. And and that's, you know, we talked about a little bit of politics. This is going to, it's going to open up the veil for so many guys to see how they're actually being used and how they've been misled. You start seeing the world through new eyes. Yeah. Let's take a look at some stats. First of all, before I just like, I know we're going a little bit, but just to set up how important it is that this subject uh, one out of every 10 men is purportedly addicted to porn. And that's just the USA. And those yep. are old stats. I would say it's way more than that. The, the stats of both men and women watching porn are almost everybody watches porn or has watched porn. Sure. Right. More than others. But there is a section just like, you know, some people say, well, alcohol. Right. Yeah. Most people who drink alcohol don't become alcoholics. But there is a section of society that do become alcoholics. Sure. There is a section of people who watch porn who become porn addicts and become addicted to it. And it ruins lives. No porn has ruined so many lives. Not only that, but the supporting of the actual industry itself. Now, I'm not anti-porn. I'm not anti-anything. What I am is pro-understanding and having choice. So that you're aware and educated and you're making your decisions consciously. You know what's going on with you internally. So one out of every 10 men, though, we can say is addicted to porn. The average man lasts about five minutes in the bedroom once penetration happens. Right. right? Um, While it takes the average woman at least about 20 minutes to get into a state where orgasm is possible. Meaning what you do, what you actually essentially have, and there are studies that show this and research that's showing this, is you have a lot of dissatisfied people in the bedroom. Right. There are a lot of people who feel sexually disconnected in the bedroom. And there's a a, a variety of reasons for this. Right. But overall, one reason, one major reason is that men themselves uh, have through masturbation and porn. Right. And overstimulated, overstimulated lifestyles have are living in their sympathetic nervous system, have trained their bodies to become quick shooters. Right. Love. It's no longer about a pleasurable experience or fun or intimacy or connection. It's now just a quick, it's like a stress relief. Sex has right. become stress relief for most just people. Get off. Yep. Get off. I need to just get off mm-hmm. rather than having the entire experience of what, uh, what actual pleasurable creative sex can bring to the table for your life, both in and outside the bedroom. So, mm-hmm. We've got one out of 10 men addicted to porn. Men essentially are quick shooters. Out of every four men that are experiencing erectile dysfunction, one out of four is under the age of 40. So we got the younger and younger guys experiencing erectile dysfunction, experiencing premature ejaculation. Testosterone has significantly dropped in men since the 1920s, meaning literally we are less masculine at a biological level than our grandfather was. It's amazing how pervasive this is. I actually heard a stat that uh, the largest growing demographic for ED medication Mm -hmm. is 25 to 32. Yeah, 25 to, and this this used to be an old man's issue. This was an old 
and and now it's it's the young guys. They're so and they're psychologically taken out of the game. Right, and this is why it's so important to understand as a man. Your Go right back to, yeah, I'm jerking off twice a day. I'm getting every hot girl out there. I'm, I'm making money. This is at a very biological level how we evaluate ourselves as men. Am I providing? Am I protecting? Like I know it when my when I and and I know in my heart when I didn't put in my day, when I slacked today. And I didn't put it into, and I know I didn't go at it. I know I was, I don't feel as good about myself right. because it, and this is directly linked to our sexual energy. So here's what happens when you ejaculate consistently, prolactin is released into the system, which stifle testosterone growth. Right. We're already because of sedentary lifestyles, these EMFs, electromagnetic, free, we need to spend more time out in nature and such because we're getting inundated with so much false frequencies, then add junk food, then add Netflix, then add video games, now add porn to that. You're living in complete energetic depletion, which doesn't just mean physically you're producing way less testosterone. Here's what happens when you don't produce enough testosterone. Youth testosterone is the thing that makes you a man. First of all, it's going to help you mm -hmm. on a physical level. If you're an athlete, this is why Muhammad Ali, David Hay, Mike Tyson, 50 Cent, Kanye West, all these guys have some form of sexual alchemy, semen retention practice. Uh, 50 Cent, uh, Mike Tyson did five years celibacy. Uh, Mike, uh, 50 Cent talks about taking time, what he calls celibacy breaks, right? All these guys understand that and look at how successful they've become because of these practices. And they all give this practice huge testimonials. Steve Jobs would literally pull out. He wouldn't ejaculate when he had sex. And his partner said that was his retention method. Right. So that he, and he would say he needs to keep his energy to gain more power and wealth. So. This successful men know this secret. And as you practice it over time, uh, you know, as the years goes on and you practice it, you're just going to be unfold because why? Instead of all of that, instead of your testosterone getting stifled, about seven to 10 days after ejaculation, the body by nature's design is so efficient. It says, hey, man, you are not being successful right now. You see your body, your, your bio sure. biology is saying, hey, man, you're not. You didn't bust in the last week, right? Your genes are not, the potential for your genes to be spread is not out there right now, right? First of all, always remember rare things are desired, all right? And if we talk about there the feminine is. subconscious psychology of how they respond, you know, this is what a lot of guys have figured out, right? You think, why, why did Solomon have 700 wives, you know, <laughs> right? It's because of semen retention, right? And so, and so, so you go, okay. What ends up happening is your testosterone about seven to 10 days gets, gets stimulated because your body says, hey, man, you are not using your best stuff. So we're not just going to let it sit here. Mm -hmm. We're going to absorb some of the semen back into the body and we're going to recirculate all your best enzymes, proteins, nutrients, zinc. We're also going to stimulate the, tes the testicles 
and the testosterone glands to stimulate the production of testosterone. I've had one student go to a almost 200% spike testosterone within a couple months wow. of, of training with yep. me on semen retention. And this is not just one case. Yep. This is like multiple cases. And there's studies that show you're a massive testosterone boost, about 100 to 150% for most guys within seven to 10 days of non-ejaculation, especially if you've been ejaculating for a frequent amount of time for a long right. time. And that's where you just got to get real and let go of the shame and guilt and all that. I learned about masturbation about nine, 10 years old on a Cub Scout voice <laughs> trip. <laughs> Right. Nothing freaky deaky went down. I wasn't, you know, in that way. Right. But right. that's where I learned about it. And I mean, if I just quickly tell you this story, it's like, so this kid, I wake up in the morning, there's like, we're sleeping out in tents out in nature. We're on a, like a, like a, like a boy scouts kind of thing. Right. And I wake up and this kid's just humping his, uh, his, his, uh, his, his he's going at it. He's just going at it. Right. <laughs> and then, and he's got no shame, no shame. He's like, man, you got to try this. This feels good. So I flip up, I start going at it on my mattress <laughs> and I'm like, holy smokes. Now there's this third kid there. He does not participate. I don't think he was comfortable with it. Looking back, I'm not sure. <laughs> I, I, I wonder what happened to him. But anyways, point being, this is how I'm introduced to masturbation, right? Sure. Like, so you got to think and now most kids are introduced to masturbation through porn or something like that. And most kids these days have access to these cellular devices and right. iPads. And, and so they're getting, they're getting, and they're not getting access to the magazine or the, the, the gossip. Then you have to go and use your imagination about the, your, your third grade teacher or so, you know, like, or, you know, cause we all know, like, you know, it's like, you know, in sixth grade, you just saw that chick, that new girl that walked in and you're just like, Oh my goodness, Damn. that's definitely going to be tonight's pillow you know <laughs> it's, it's it's interesting that you talk about, uh, about how important it is for that semen retention As i i learned like it had to be one of the first books that are around empowerment and self-development was napoleon hill's think and grow rich and he dedicates an entire chapter to sexual transmutation and he actually goes into at that time and, I, and there's lots of guys out there that are just rocking it, kicking ass. I mean, there's billionaires in, in their 20s and whatnot. But back in the day, when Think of Grow Rich was written, it was typically the 40-year-old man and above that were the multimillionaires, the billionaires, the guys that were That's really right. crushing it out there. And it was equated to the idea that they had gotten all that immaturity of needing and desiring and wanting uh, sex in particular and desire getting men off their game, getting them off their focus. And it's only after they get to a level of maturity that men are going, no, I am. My desire is to contribute and play at a very high level. This is my focus. Here's what I'm doing. And they're transmuting that energy to go after what it is that they're here to do, their purpose, their passion. And so we've we've lost that in a, in a lot of ways because of our pop culture. And I'm so glad that you're bringing this up because I mean this is not new. This is this is old no. stuff. Hey, gentlemen, just wanted to chime in here quick and tell you about the Remarkable Man Project. Listen, if you want to be a part of a group of like-minded men that are here to level up and scale up their life in all areas around the world, then this is a group for you. 
go to The Remarkable Man Project on Facebook and join us there. As well, gentlemen, I've got a gift for you. Check out my book, The Remarkable Man, Champions to Women, Heroes to Children, and Brothers to Each Other. It's the book that started it all. This groundbreaking book will help you identify what the remarkable man is within you and how to get there. Click the link in the side note or in the show notes and download your free PDF today. You brought up um, their Veda and the energy. Yeah. And, and I, I just think that your history and, and where you gleaned all this knowledge and this wisdom came from. And so perhaps you could share with the audience a little bit of your background and how you circled back to becoming the, the man you are and why this is so important and why you're passionate about it. Sure. Um, so my journey was that, um, you know, uh, like, like similar to you, right? I got, in, I got into entrepreneurship at a young age. And right. because of that, uh, I also got around mentors and uh, thinkers. Uh, I got around personal development, uh, you know, in my late 20s you know, mid, mid, mid to late twenties. Right. And I'm in my mid thirties now. And so uh, I've got about a decade of, I wouldn't even say at the beginning, hardcore study. I've been a slow, like, you know, kind of like tortoise in the game. Right. Mm -hmm. Um, And, but I got introduced to these concepts very early. And like you, I read Napoleon Hill's thinking grow rich. Now at the time I understood it as, as you did too. It's like, once we get past this this certain like kind of hanker right for for sex right then we're able to focus more and place that energy and all of that attention and awareness into something of a higher degree which is true at the same time napoleon hill talks about that you a uh, 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 high uh, that men of high uh, men that are geniuses men that become powerful men that are, are leaders or build businesses or become you know even if they never become rich and famous per se but they unfold they become you know everything that is in their capacity to become they actualize themselves yeah. right they actualize their potential they have high sex drives mhm and this is again, this is, and then, so I learned about this, but the, the challenge with Napoleon Hill, God love him. Everybody knows I'm a, I'm a huge, you know, fan, but the challenge with that particular topic is he never tells you how, right? He explains exactly. it. He says, he says, this is what it's going to do. And he pretty much says like, unless you master this, he says, this is why most guys until their forties and fifties never reach success. It's just because they're too distracted here. Right. Right. What he doesn't do is really share how to do it. And uh, and that's where in my spiritual journey, where I started asking the bigger questions of life, life, like, who am I? What am I? Why am I here? What's the purpose of life? What is this existence all about? And I started going down the spiritual journey and that took me down, you know, I've studied Buddhism and Christianity. Uh, I'm a member of the Hare Krishna order. I was born Catholic. So I have my, you know, roots within the teachings of Jesus. I studied all these different energy works, Reiki and, mm. you know, Theta healing and crystals and the, the, everything that the holistic and new age and spirituality all had to offer. I, I'm very open to all of, all of these things. 
And this concept in specifically in the Vedic literature, so specifically within the uh, the Bhagavad Gita, the Srimad Bhagavatam, which are ancient Indian texts, they have they're written in Sanskrit language. So right. we're talking about ancient culture. Mm-hmm. They speak about semen retention, very like this is the seed of life and the path to immortality, and you know, like. And the Taoists also spoke about it this way. And then I learned that King Solomon also practiced this. And I learned that the Chinese emperor who was, you know, like King Solomon had 700 wives and a massive and, 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 and amassed so much wealth that even by today's standard would still be the wealthiest man on the planet. Right. Right. The Chinese emperor, the yellow emperor is known. He ruled China. He was said to sleep. With something like, you know, like like a thousand wives a night, he had like 10,000 concubines, you know, some like, I was like, dude, you can't be doing nothing else and nothing else, you know, just, and that's not even pleasurable. It's like two minutes, next, two minutes, <laughs> and anyways, and he practiced semen retention. He was known to sleep with all these women, but never ejaculate. That's the key. They never ejaculated. The they, what, yeah, they didn't yeah. ejaculate. Why didn't they, they ejaculate? And so this goes back to the science. So, so through all of this esoteric studying, I learned about this and then through very modern day YouTube, I go on YouTube and I meet, you know, like all these guys who are like part of no fat movement and they're taking principles. A lot of them haven't delved deep into the entire esoteric and mm-hmm. the, 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 the spiritual roots of the teachings. Right. But that doesn't matter at this point, men, men are doing semen retention and no fap. And nofap is huge, and nofap's blowing up with men practicing, you know, a non-masturbation lifestyles, practicing semen retention lifestyles, and the tremendous amounts of success and testimony that men of all walks of life, and, and you don't have to be spiritual at all. That's why I like to talk about it on the biological level. I love to go to the spiritual levels for those who want to go there. Right. But just on a practice, like just on the on today, become a better man. You can be totally atheistic level. I don't care. You practice semen retention and you will become a, a, a more enhanced version of who you are. Semen retention isn't just a belief. It doesn't work at the level of belief mm-hmm. systems like affirmations or all these things are great. I do my affirmations every morning. I do all that stuff too. But semen retention is literally a hard a hardware upgrade. It, it upgrades you at the level of biology. Mm-hmm. It upgrades your hardware. And when you upgrade your hardware, then your software, your mind becomes also upgraded. Now you've got sharper focus. Now you can see the path to money. Now you can have more charisma and attract more women. Now you can, or uh, the right woman. Now you can uh, uh, have the energy to, to, to stick to that weight loss plan or that get, ri- get ripped plan you've got, whatever it is. It's, it's the very core essence because, again, sex is our driving force at an right. unconscious level. Almost everything you do whether you're conscious of it or not, comes down to you wanting your opportunity to get laid to increase. Exactly. Now, you brought up uh, the NoFap movement, which is huge. But uh, there is a very important distinction, however, between NoFap and semen retention. And yeah. can you can you can you go into that a little bit more so the men understand that, hey, just because there's NoFap, that's a little bit different than 
that this whole semen sure. retention and the, and the power so, behind it. Yeah. So no fap is like, don't masturbate, don't watch porn, like this type of thing. Mm-hmm. Semen retention <clears throat> is uh, actually is more the sexual alchemy route. It's what I teach, which right. is actually stimulate your sexual energy and learn to transmute it. Learn by meditation, breath work, and muscle control, learn to move the sensation of sex from the genitals Mm -hmm. up through the spine and out throughout the nervous system, giving you full body pleasure, non-ejaculatory orgasms, and recirculating your sexual energy within you. Now, if you're thinking, why do I want to recirculate my sexual energy within me? What is the point of that? Okay. Sexual energy is creative energy. So again, think of it on the level of biology. It's it's designed to create a baby. But we as humans don't just have sex for babies. We have sex for pleasure. Mm -hmm. We have sex for connection. We have sex for fantasy. We have sex for power. We have sex for transaction. There are so many reasons we as human beings having you sex. It is creative power. This is what makes us different than the animals. So if you Mm -hmm. only express your sexual energy through ejaculation, you lose all that creative power. You stifle your testosterone. You literally stifle your growth. Testosterone production, as I was explaining before, stimulates clear brain. Like you don't have the brain fog. Mm-hmm. You've got mental clarity. You've got deeper voice. Guys talked about healing, uh, skin becoming brighter, looking younger, uh, deeper voices, more competitive psychology and spirit. Why? Because remember, we right back to the beginning of the conversation, competition. Yes. Sex is competition. I need to be in the top 20% of men. So that I can get laid. This is the psychological reality of sex is that there's about 20% of men get 80% of women, just like everything else. 20%, the 2080 rule, right? Why is it that the top 20% of men have more opportunity to uh, have a partner or multiple partners than eight than eighty percent of men because the top twenty percent of those men have certain signals or certain features that make them attractive to the feminine psychology and it all comes back to us being in a tribe who can provide and protect the best who gives off those signals the best right. So in that sense, what happens when testosterone is circulated to through your body and your and your your testosterone is stimulated and all your best stuff is circulated through your body by nature's design nature says, "Hey, you are not ejaculating, so you are not you are obviously not getting you are not doing what I want you to do as nature, as physical nature." So what I'm going to do is I'm going to help you out. Mm. I'm going to <clears throat> I'm going to at a cellular level, I the building blocks of life. That's why I said this is a hardware upgrade. Right. Right? Nature is going to take the building blocks and say, we are going to build you into a more masculine man. 
Why a more masculine man? So that you can become more attractive to the your counter opposite, which is the feminine. Attraction is polarization. So if you want to polar, if you want to become an attractive man, you need to polarize the opposite. In this world of low testosterone and 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 compliancy, and this is what's happening on a political level, right? Everybody's just complying, and nobody's nobody's a nobody is literally like courageous enough to stand up and be like, man, I'm gonna, I'm going to go fight for my freedom. I'm going to go fight for what I believe in. I'm going to not just fight for my freedom, but I'm fighting for my family's freedom and my nephew's freedom. And my, we don't have that psychology anymore because, and, and one large part of that is directly that men unknowingly are not actually fully in their masculine energy. Right. They're much more in a neutral state. And, and I, I, I lived in a neutral state in a while. Yeah. And, and women, women are now just because of that, that men are acquiescing to this more beta energy and yes. mo- moving more into their feminine vibration. Women are going, okay, well, where, well where's, my, where's my king? Where, where, where's my, where's right. my champion? Um, so they've got to move towards a more masculine energy. And you could see it in the relationship dynamics now. And brothers, if yes. you're watching this and you're in a relationship, you've got to feel that energy as to where that masculine and feminine energy is. You, you know, and, you know what a thing I gotta say. I'm sorry, I'm yeah. sorry. Go, but but I just just on that point, one of the lines I personally like have a pet peeve with this is when guys say this. Oh, she wears the pants in the relationship. Oh, oh gosh. Oh. I just I want to just smack the guy, right? I just be like. And and I'm sorry, but a lot, like guy, and I know like buddies that like that right around worst. me, you know, just they she, say this stuff, right? And never. I just want to cringe. Anyways, keep going. And yeah. and, and they, they're saying it as a, almost like a badge of honor. Oh and yeah, it's like <laughs> really, really, and and so if if she was in the room, do you think that that she's like, yeah, I wear the pants, yay? No, she wants you to wear the pants. She wants you to be decisive. And most men have lost that because we're wired for this happy wife, happy life. life. Oh. And it's it, so, and pop culture. If you look at our pop culture, everything about men, uh, there's very little in the way of a role well, you model. See the fashion shows? You got oh. men up in skirts and all kinds of stuff yeah. going on. We were watching something um, just yesterday. I think it was like one of those YouTube commentary. Yep. I don't know. I can't remember which YouTuber it was. Um, Paul Joseph Watson. Paul okay. Joseph Watson. Hmm. He was talking about uh, a celebrity that was part of, I think, One Direction, the, a big pop group. Okay. Yep. And uh, anyways, this guy is all wearing a purse. And skirts and all this type of stuff. And and it's kind of like the spin of like equality and, mm-hmm. you know, all of this, you know, what's going on with gender stuff. But actually, it's just very confusing for guys, for young men growing up. Um, there's nothing masculine about that. You know, there's nothing masculine about a man, uh, not because he's, it's a person in a dress. It's because he's, it's, it's because he's like trying to be this feminine man. Right. And the thing is, like, I don't even know that I believe him. I think he's an actor. I mean, this yep. is what the YouTuber was saying, right. anyways. Like, it's just corporate nonsense. He's 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 Gucci. 
pays thousands of or millions of dollars for it. Everything he wears is Gucci. And of course, you know that like Gucci's behind all of this and it's a marketing ploy. And that's a lot of things what people don't realize about Hollywood. That's why I'm like, Hollywood is a marketing ploy. It is at 100% bought by corporations and it is the marketing wing of corporations. And, and they're brainwashing us into this nonsense. And right now what's happening with all of this gender confusion And that's what I'm calling it. Gender. It's purposeful gender confusion is that a lot of men are almost feeling like they can't be men. Yeah. Like I can't be that guy that I want to be, but actually what, and then what, so here's, let's look at the results of this more depression in men than ever before. Right. More men being prescribed testosterone boosters than ever before. More men committing suicide than ever before. More men, um, a single men, you know, uh, men that are uh, um, both uh, younger and older now, single guys who can't uh, find uh, themselves in a relationship and are feeling unsatisfied because of that. It's one thing if you're if you're single and happy, you know what I mean? Right. But if you're single and unhappy and and social anxiety, I can't tell you how many guys I work with or come through my, my program um because of, of, of fear of being able to talk to a woman because they're so used to talking to everybody online. Right. That when it comes time to, well, let's meet or let's actually talk or let's make a move in real life. Can't do it. So nervous. They don't know or, how to show again, up. Because of porn and stuff, our erectile dysfunction, premature ejaculation, semen retention reverses all of this what semen retention pushes you to do is here's the deal. You you have to give up the fake thing to get the real thing. Yeah. If you stop doing these things, so no fap, if you decide no fap, I'm not going to masturbate. I'm not going to do any of those things. Boom. Or semen retention or both doesn't matter. The semen retention is more on the practice of energy. Yeah. where we're moving and circulating that energy. And then what we're doing is we're actually stimulating our testosterone and our sex drive. So we have a very high sex drive and then we're consciously using that energy and pouring it into our work and to our businesses and into our causes. This improves our masculine psychology and makes us more attractive to females. It's how you get into the top 20% of men, yep. right? When it comes to attraction. So I, I say I think I, I'm seeing out there and, and with the with the work that I'm doing is that yes, we're in what I call it, we're in the age of the empowered woman. And because we're in this place, men are conditioned or they believe that they have to, yes, dear, whatever you want, dear. No, you pick the movie, dear. Uh they're just pacifying thinking that this is what women want. And the more empowered she is, the more men become just her lapdog. But in reality, she is doing the gag reflex. She's just going, God, where, where's my man? That's and right. so brothers, if you're, you're listening or you're watching this, it is so important that we find that nobility in being a man again. And it's okay to be a man again. It's okay because this world is just conditioning men, so just keeping them down. And now wear the mask and oh. uh, remove your entire identity. 
Yeah, yeah. The whole mask thing is is just another layer of of it's like, and the thing is, we're we're at a point where we're so subdued that we'll accept it. Exactly. You know? And then we'll we'll do it. Like, like you have to think about like our 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 grandfathers who fought in the wars and stuff. And I'm not saying that we should go be a violent man. Like uh, I know a lot of people may hear this, or some people may hear this and interpret this as toxic masculinity. Right. They're right. going to be like, this I is, to- I hate that. That's another, yeah, toxic masculinity. <laughs> no, what this is, is about healthy masculinity. It's about me and, and all the brothers here and everybody that's, that's, that's out there and women too, to understand this and women and men both have done, because it's, it's happening on the feminine side too. And it, it, it's, it's manifesting different, obviously, mm-hmm. but also there's so much, uh, there's so much going on in that sphere as well. That's throwing us off balance but I, from I think a, the, from, with, the, with the toxic masculinity. That's just, that's just being an asshole. And it's, yeah, not, that's right. and it's not, it's not gender specific. You can no, be an yeah. asshole being a woman. You can be an asshole being There's a man. There's toxic femininity and too. Exactly. And right? however you show up in the, in the, in the spectrum, yeah. uh, whatever you choose to identify with, you can still show up as an asshole, you know? And yeah, totally. Yeah. I, I, I think that, you know, it's, it's really interesting because um, guys are, are, have been trained and our modern education and just by our culture, we are so trained for instant gratification. Yeah. Porn ejaculate and masturbating and ejaculating is instant gratification because it's not fulfilling. Here's the thing. When you're with, uh, when you're with a partner, there is an energetic exchange that happens, right? Like it's, it's, there's one thing when you're, when you're masturbating and it's another thing when you're having sex, your body is responding in many, in different ways. Right. And also you're, you're, there's an energetic exchange between you and your partner, right? There's a flow that's happening here. Mm-hmm. Uh, there's, it, there's much more than I'm just going to, I'm just going to ejaculate because I'm just horny, right? Or I just need to get, right? You know, I need to get off, right? What, and again, you have to think about what you're actually, what you're losing. You're losing all of your best stuff at the very core level of who you are from a, from a biological standpoint. And that builds your psychology, your, your, your biology and your psychology go hand in hand, right? You know, look, look at like, it's very rare that you're going to find someone with a very strong mind and not a strong body. So or true. vice versa. So true. Yep. Right. It's very, it's very mm-hmm. rare. Yes. There's some exceptions that, mm-hmm. that, you know, that special gifts or dispositions allows them to do certain things, but we should never think of ourselves as the exception. We should always think of ourselves as the norm and do what, you know, like in that, in that sense, right. In this context, right. You know, we should always, we should never be in our minds like, Oh, I'm, I'm going to be the exception to the rule because you're just swimming uphill then, right? Like you're just swimming against the river. It's no point of doing that. So here's the deal. Men who practice semen retention and sexual alchemy, here's what they learn to do. They learn to regulate their ejaculation. Doesn't mean you don't ever ejaculate. And we're not talking about living like a monk. Mm -hmm. You learn, first of all, let's talk about the bedroom. You learn to last as long as you want in the bedroom. You can have multiple sexual sessions and never ejaculate. You can go years if you wanted through this practice of not ejaculating. I recommend every man at least get up to like, I want all my students to get up to at least 30 days of no ejaculation, like once a month. Mm -hmm. That's kind of the benchmark that I set with, with, with the guys that I work with. And the reason why is because 30 days is a very good cycle. 
Right. It's an, right. You've got your seven to 10 days reabsorption period, but then you have an abundance period as well, where you're living in an excess of energy. What you'll also notice is the less you ejaculate, when you do ejaculate, there's no downtime. There's no like that, oh, because you have an excess. You are living in abundance. And always remember this. If you want an abundance of money or an abundance of opportunity or abundance of anything, it all has to first come from an energetic abundance. You must be abundant in that in your mind. And therefore, you must be abundant at it in your energy because the amount of energy you have also affects your psychology of what you think you're capable of doing or not doing. You'll see the more energy that you have and the higher energy you are, you'll be like, yeah, absolutely. I could take that project on. I could do that. I'll just put it in here. I'll just put it in there. When you're tired and lethargic, you're like, oh my gosh, I got to take out the garbage. I don't even want to get up. You know what I mean? Right, right. So you have to think about it very practically. So what this does is this upgrades. This is like pouring you know, nitric oxide, high octane fuel and fueling your tank with it because your sexual energy is your most potent, highest creative energy. Yeah. So what happens is you store this in your body. You'll literally feel your body's bioelectric uh, field, bioelectric magnetic field, you know, your aura in spiritual language, right? Your aura, your energy, your, right? You will notice it change. And this is what becomes attractive. It's you're literally shifting your actual bioelectricity or your aura. And your aura now becomes magnetic. It becomes supercharged because you have all of this semen sexual energy within you. All your best stuff is flowing through your system. First of all, your disease is just like... You're just going to get over colds and like mm-hmm. anything like that is going to start to is going to start to um, reverse itself because you're going to be operating at your highest level because you're hopper- operating at your highest level. You're going to notice your access to inspired thought, creative thought, courage, fight competitiveness. You're building mm-hmm. a business. You're going to build the best business. You're doing a show. You're going to do the best show. Whatever you're doing, it doesn't matter what you do. You're going to do it at the utmost level because you are literally leveling up right. your hardware, yep. right? You're you're leveling up from an evolutionary standpoint, right? And then that's going to pour into all of your projects. So I recommend 30 days. As your bioelectricity magnifies or your aura magnifies, then you're going to notice the more spiritual principles coming into play. Sure. The law, you think of something and next thing you know, that is in your awareness. And you're like, oh, wow, I was just thinking about that, right? You know, oh, I was thinking about doing this launch and oh, there's all the resources to do it. I was thinking about it. There it is. You start to open up and see your path to your, you know, whether you want to call it destiny or choice or faith or however you want it. It opens it up to you. And you have to think very, very simply, very practically. A seed, an apple tree, for example. Right. Everything that it requires, all the knowledge and everything that it requires is embedded in that seed. It's in that seed to bear fruit. You don't have to like, the the, the, the apple tree doesn't have to be like, you know, my purpose is to bear apples for it. It doesn't, <laughs> right. it doesn't even have to think about it. All it has to do is, it needs two things. It has to be placed in the right environment so that it can extract from that environment all the best resources to grow. And that's the second thing it needs to do. It just needs to, it needs first to be placed in the right environment. 
And then the second thing is it needs to be given enough time in that right Mm -hmm. environment to bear its fruit and it will live fulfilled. It will fulfill its purpose. It will actualize. It will bear many fruit. It will multiply and bear many fruit that not only itself becomes fulfilled, but that everybody around that apple tree also gets to eat and enjoy the fruits of its evolution. As men, we operate on the exact same line of growth that the apple tree does. It started as a seed, my friend. Yes. (laughs) It all started as a seed. And that seed has has just can multiply. The thing about the human, I'll just the last thing, and I'll be quiet, I promise you. The last thing (laughs) I want to say that men to understand is that one thing that makes us different than the apple tree is the amount of fruit that you can bear and the amount of people that will benefit from your actualization is beyond what you can even imagine. And that's the beauty of the human. I love it. I love it. Uh, Nicola, I I actually had the opportunity to go through becoming a, or become a sexual alchemist. And one of the, the, the key pieces that came out is the different types of breath work and how breath work is so fundamental in bringing out that that uh, you know that sexual energy to all of who we are so that our masculinity is on point and we're feeling truly alive as men and uh, I want to acknowledge you for that it's just Thank fantastic you. for the brothers and for the audience listening is there a quick uh, exercise that we could go through that they could leave uh, the the program today just having a, a, a quick taste of something they could do to bring into their daily practice to amp up their their energy their masculinity. Absolutely. Okay. So the first thing I'm going to show you, teach you is okay. I'm just going to explain it. It's called sure. reverse breathing. First of all, most guys are breathing from their chest. Yes. So the first thing that you want to do is become aware of where do you breathe from. If you notice that you breathe from your chest, you have to know that you're activating your sympathetic Mm. nervous system, which is the nervous system that's going to govern your ejaculation. Sympathetic nervous system activated, quick ejaculation, quick loss of energy, and you are unconsciously living in fl- fight or flight, meaning you are not creating in this life. You're responding to it. Mm-hmm. We need to get into the creative mode, which is the parasympathetic nervous system. This is the, the nervous system that's going to evolve you. So if you notice that you're breathing from your chest, the first thing is you or your practice is every day to do deep belly breathing five minutes. Deep through the nostrils, fill up the stomach. And exhale. You're going to do that for the next 30 days, five minutes a day to reprogram yourself to do deep belly breathing. If you already breathe from the belly and you have a good oxygen flow already, deep belly breathing is a relaxing breath that calms you when you're, by the way, when you're having in the bedroom or getting anxious or angry, notice that your breath will change. Like in the bedroom, Mm -hmm. like think about it. It's like, right. It starts, there's, One of the first things is go start doing deep belly breathing while in the bedroom. And you'll notice right away the quality of your presence shows up and you'll notice right away you can last longer. You'll notice a a dynamic shift Mm -hmm. in the amount of control you have in the bedroom by deep belly breathing. And by this deep belly breathing, all of a sudden you're more connected to your partner. And let me tell you something about the feminine. She is responding to you. Yes. 
if you are in your masculine, you don't have to watch porn. You don't have to masturbate. She will fulfill you, promise you, because she's going to become so attractive to you. But it's, again, it's at a level of biology. It's not a level of psychology. Yeah. Too many guys are are in their heads. Do I say the right thing? Do I look good enough? Do I, you know, it's like, no, that's actually all feminine. Masculine means to hold the context. You literally hold the grounded space so that the feminine can then play and move, right? So when you learn to do this in the bedroom, it totally changes the dynamic. She's going to feel so safe and protected because you're going to be in your masculine. When she feels safe and protective, she will open up in ways <laughs> you know that you may not even know she was capable of <laughs> so, let me tell you brothers <laughs> nicola that that is a great place for us to uh to, to wind up the show because sure. i can't believe how quickly the time has gone yeah and you and i could go uh for a, another hour in fact i'd love to have you back on the show yeah we could do uh, a part two yeah we'll do a part two uh, I really appreciate everything that you're you're about and what you're doing and what you're bringing to to men and helping them to level up. I typically will ask just two questions uh, to to wind up the show mm-hmm. for my guests. What do you feel it takes for a man to be remarkable today? What does it mean to be remarkable? I think it takes self control. Mm. And again, that's why I teach sexual alchemy. It's the ultimate form of self-control. You master your sexual energy. You master your insecurity. You master your financial life. You master everything because you master yourself at at, at a level of self-control. Men are out of control. They're, every vice in the world has taken them off track. So to be remarkable in this world is easy. Become I'm not even telling you to become some enlightened master Buddha. Like I'm not talking on that level. Right. I'm talking just step up a level or notch or two of self-control and watch you shine in all ways. This has been great. Nicola, what, what is uh, the best way to reach you? How can we learn more about becoming a sexual alchemist with your program, Become a Sexual Alchemist? Sure. So uh, I've, I've given you, uh, I'm sure the guys will have access to the, yep. the links and the descriptions. I'll- Yep. yep. I'll leave it in the show notes, brothers. Yeah. So in and the show you, notes, if you're watching this on YouTube, it'll be right below. Perfect. So check out the show notes, check out the description. Um, we have left a link for you uh, to look at uh, the sexual alchemy program. It's going to give you an in a description of what the program is all about, how it's going to benefit you. You can look at the entire curriculum. You can reach out to me and ask questions about it. We can connect on a call if you need. You know, I'm, I'm there. I'm here to help guys really master this, uh, this practice and this lifestyle. And you can uh, register for the program uh, because uh, 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 being part of the Remarkable Man uh, community, use the, when you register, use the coupon code REMARKABLE and you'll get 30% off uh, the registration price. And so there's a couple programs Mm -hmm. that you can check out. There's a basic one and a more advanced one. You'll get 30% off of either program uh, for being part of the community here. And you can work with me inside the program. It's a video program. It gives you all the modules and you have forever access to me as your teacher to help guide you through the program. I meet with my students. I connect with them. So join. And of course, if you have hesitation about joining, you want to talk to me first, reach out and talk to me and we'll get you registered up. Fantastic. Wow. 
Nikula, I honor you, brother. I appreciate everything that you're doing. Uh, our friendship is growing and growing. And there's other pieces that uh, are out there that uh, we're, we're connected with. And I wish we could go into that a little bit further, but uh, that'll be another time. Thank you so much. And brothers, uh, I appreciate you tuning into the Remarkable Man Show. Remember, you're not alone on the journey. I've got your back. Have the best day. We'll talk to you soon. Cheers. Thank you for listening to The Remarkable Man Show. If you like what you heard and you want to know more, go to theremarkablemanshow.com. Subscribe on iTunes and YouTube for the video version. Now get out there and be remarkable.